0: last time on cloudfall things were finally easy after a month of just kicking it on backseat the party took to the skies aboard their very own vessel the shatterhorn with all of the clouds laid out before them time is passing along like a sunny dream they spent a whole day on an unnamed uncharted skyland in honor of aaron's birthday they swam they explored and they ate cake. Doran and Aaron finally got some time together, while Guy grappled with some new old memories during his excursion with Poppy. And for once, nothing bad happened in the middle. For once, everyone had a day that started and ended easily. Would it really be so much to ask for more than one of those?
1: I think we have to plant a flag or something. We didn't, but we don't even have our own flag.
2: I mean, maybe since it's my birthday, I mean, we could call it Aaron's Birthday Island.
3: I was just gonna say that actually, like Aaron's birthday would be the the name of the island.
2: Yeah, or just Birthday Island or Aaron
4: Island.
3: (sighs) I like
2: Birthday
4: Island. (laughs) And um, I know it's not really a flag, but I have a tea towel. I could I could quickly stitch a little. Birthday cake or something on it, and we plant it here. That's perfect.
2: <coughs> are you are you okay, Dorn?
1: <laughs> Just inhaled a skybug. Sorry. <laughs> then we claim this island on behalf of all birthdays.
3: Are we gonna come back here for everyone's birthday?
2: Oh, that's actually a really cute idea. And then we could always do the same thing and have cake and be together forever. Remember, we can we can navigate back to these islands. With the stones in the navigation, right? Yeah. Okay, and we got one from the other, the other weird place. What did you guys see over there? Oh, it's um.
1: It was less of a birthday island, more of a uh, desecrated island. Like
4: ruinous oh. castles and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Maybe that would be a good funeral island, kind of.
4: <laughs> like life and death. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of poetic in a way. Hmm. In a morbid way. Anyway, <laughs> as captain of the ship, sorry, co captain, <laughs> I, c- I claim this island as Birthday Island.
2: Yay!
5: I support
1: this as well, as co captain. <laughs> Consider this island charted. <laughs>
0: It's Ben. <laughs> Sorry.
6: Who
2: invited him? <laughs> Mikey, your voice has really changed. Yeah. <laughs>
6: it's ben. uh
0: It's been a couple of days since you left that now named yep. Birthday Island.
3: I was like, he's not going to let us name a Birthday Island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My birthday. I wanted Island. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, since then, the weather has been ideal, and the sun has been peeking in and out from behind the clouds as you sail through a billowing blanket of fluffy cumulus above and below. How have you been spending the last few days aboard the Shatterhorn?
2: I think um, Aaron would have spent the last couple of days asking Doran to teach them how to glide with their new glider.
5: Mm-hmm. How's that been going? Um, Going well, yeah. Uh, it, we've definitely exhausted my knowledge of gliding because I never got much formal training. It was just screwing around as kids, you mm-hmm. know. Essentially, I know the kickflip and the heel flip, and that's about it. So, uh, um, but, yeah. <laughs> no ollie. <exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> so I invited um, Kesher to help teach us both a bit more. Yeah.
4: Okay. Oh. No. So. No, that's perfect.
5: Yeah. Um, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Aaron had asked you previously if you knew how to glide. You, lacking perfect confidence in your own ability, asked Kesher to help out with it. You are on the deck of the ship waiting for Aaron. Aaron shows up carrying their glider with the little cloud kip emblazoned on it that, um, that you got for them. So cute. And then Aaron, as you're approaching Doran, you see Kesher come out with their goggles down. Hey, what's up, fly hey. guys? Hey. Hey.
5: Yeah, Aaron, I... Um I feel like we kind of got through a lot of the stuff I know, and, uh, you know, Kesha could definitely teach us a few more tricks, like some of the, the hard stops, you know, that I was talking about. Oh. Couldn't quite land. and Advanced uh. lessons. You ready?
2: Uh, I guess. Sure. Done. I, yeah, that's fine.
5: Oh. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, Doran, are you going to come with us, or... Y- Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd like to learn as well. Okay, well, up to the crow's nest we go. Come on. All right.
2: Come on. I guess it's good when a guy knows his own limitations, huh, Kesher?
0: (laughs) Never heard of that
6: before.
2: (laughs) Um, Aaron walks uh, angrily kind of towards the crow's nest.
5: Doran's fully confused.
2: Is there a way to ghost this situation? (laughs) You're like,
4: oh, and you just put your hands here.
5: (laughs) You can tandem glide,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kesher goes up first. Uh, She leads you all up to the uh, crow's nest, and um, she is ghosting you a little bit, Aaron. Doran had showed you kind of the wrong way to really hold the glider in the first place. Doran has kind of a bad habit, uh, as a lot of kids do, of actually grabbing the ends of the glider and kind of like holding on to them. Uh, There's actually these, like, leather straps that it's much more comfortable long-term to kind of slot your hands into, but when you're panicked and untrained, you just kind of grab and hold. Um, So Kesher shows you the proper form. And it feels weird at first, but totally makes sense after a while.
4: Well, actually, I love this.
0: With your little bit of training with Doran here, I'm going to have you roll an acrobatics check. Okay. To make this glide, and Doran, I'm going to have you roll it with advantage, just having a little bit more skill here. Okay. She's going to go first, and what she's showing you is how to stop by doing a loop-de-loop and then coming back onto the ground. Easy. 20.
2: Uh, Aaron got 15.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Kesha goes first, uh, shows you exactly how it's done. She does it so swiftly and so quickly you can barely pay attention to how she's doing it. Almost seems a little show-offy in some ways. Aaron, you're invited to go next. And with your 15... It feels wonky, because you do have to invert for a little bit, and it feels, you know, you're kind of hoping that you're going to land on the deck and not just out in open air, but with a 15 that's plenty dexterous, you land safely on the deck, and next to you in the blink of an eye is Doran, smirking.
5: You know, it's funny, we were at lore, and I couldn't think of a thing to learn about. I don't know why we didn't pick up gliding. Oh, well. That was really good, both
0: of you. I, Aaron, you've never done this before?
2: No, but I jumped around a lot of building tops back in Farewell. Uh,
5: oh,
0: so. yeah, that, that tracks.
5: You know, I was just thinking, now that we're getting more comfortable with this, we could actually use it if we pull up alongside a hostile ship or something. Worst case scenario, is there anything else you think we should know in terms of like maneuvers? These, yeah, these can, were all the ones I was aware of.
2: Can you use any weapons when you're on these things?
0: Drop stuff, but um, it's not like you can really sword fight while you're flying. You can't stay close to people.
2: Have you ever tried to shoot a crossbow while gliding? Uh, no. I guess it would be hard to load. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, it, it might be a little dangerous to practice, you know, dodging projectiles, but you're not wrong, Dorian. This, this could come in handy if we need it to board. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't
5: come to that, right? I know. I Something that should just be fun, but I can't help but... Weaponize it? Yeah. 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 You know I, what I mean?
2: I get it. Aaron's nodding.
6: Like, mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm sure there's a whole much more that I could show you too, but um, we'll save that for later. Okay. Um,
2: okay. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks. Ke- thanks, Kesher. Uh, Kesher looks at Dora and goes, You enjoy yourself. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: I just love hating Kesher so much. So funny. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun for me.
0: Um, Poppy. Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen Pinch. He was <laughs> annihilated by Lirian a little while ago. Uh, back in Backseat. Well, actually, kind of a long time ago now. I would think that sometime in that last month, you had uh, resurrected Pinch, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, because I only keep, like, a little bit of him on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: That's not really enough to fully form one. Sure. I have to, like, grow the... Yep. The mother. Give it time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I, I definitely would like to have brought him back.
0: Yeah, we'll say Pinch had a little bit of time off, but there was money to be made in Backsea, so he's uh he's been out and kicking for a little while, probably. Yeah. Where are you two at? You've had an interesting relationship since Bismite came into the picture.
4: Me and Pinch?
0: Yeah. How do you spend your time on the ship together?
4: I think I'd like to keep him more on my shoulder now, yeah. as opposed to, like, hidden so that I don't forget he's there. Sure. Poppy's been spending some time trying to, like, mentor Mikey with his baking. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned if he's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing basic recipes with him because it's easy enough to keep track of, but I think I'll, I'll be kind of experimenting with my own baking as well.
0: Yeah. I think that'll go in tandem with some of your level 7 increases and refining some of those backseat recipes into uh, useful weapons here. Yeah. Um, but suffice to say at some point you've done your flower bowl ritual to bring Pinch back and he's definitely back in the picture.
4: I want him to be an active participant in the creation of these recipes. Mm, Okay. Now realizing he's like a part of my magic, he's a part of me, it's kind of just like having me helping me.
0: Definitely. Um, You all have seen Sir Bo and Tick have been spending some time together. Um, Tick is just curious about Serbo's anatomy and uh, how self-sufficient he is being able to fix himself all the time. Um, you haven't seen much of Bobka and Ben for a while, you assume they've been back in their villa in Lodom. April and Mikey have been constant companions around here. Uh, April's been back into her jars a lot. She seems to be, like, organizing and kind of reassessing. It's been a long time since they've assessed what they got out of lore with. There's also somebody else that hasn't checked in in a long time. You're all in your separate areas of the ship. Uh, It's especially sunny today, and that's why on the main deck you have the loading doors open. There's a large, large double doors um, on the floor of the deck of the ship, and those are open now, so the conversation pit and the main level is lit by sunlight from above right now. And you are all drawn to this room by Ganymede. Hmm. You're all kind of hanging out in your own separate areas, and... One by one, you hear. May I say, Paulby?
4: Oh, uh, I'm Mr. Ganymede, sir.
0: Do you have a moment?
4: Of of course.
0: Your friends are waiting for you in the the talking couch.
4: Uh, sure. Just one second, and I like um, cover the dough I was working on and mm. like set it to set it aside to prove.
1: We have a talking couch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: You've all gathered into this area to see the phenomenal talking couch and find only each (laughs) other.
2: (laughs) He tricked us.
1: I'm Sir Couchy. Oh, no. Uh,
5: I would uh, like the floor, if it's uh, possible. Where are you uh, talking from?
0: Doran's looking around. (laughs) Uh, You're all hearing, Ganymede the way that you always do, which is directly and telepathically through your own key item.
1: Oh, good. You all can hear this, too. Oof, that's a relief.
0: I just mean I want to address you directly. It's been uh, since statue times. Okay. I also need to uh, collect myself, quite literally. Could you please place your items in the table?
1: Oh. Mm. Uh, I mm. guess. Very well. Ladle. ka Stone. Yeah. Rock. <laughs> Bracelet. <laughs> Sorry. Eyeball. Echo bell. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yeah, Aaron just gouges around eyes out. <laughs>
1: Your powers combined.
5: <laughs> Doran's unsure about uh, which shell is the Ganymede one, so he sets all of his <laughs> empty his pockets of shells. Uh,
0: one of them startles you by vibrating in this place. It's this one! Oh, okay. put those back. should really label these. Um, Guy, you are also thrust into sudden embarrassment as your armor shakes apart and pulls itself off of you. Oh. Uh, you see Gus. Uh, your armor um, step away from you and pick up the items and kind of wear them as best Gus can Um, in this moment it seems Gus and Ganymede are kind of reunited to form a simulacrum of a person and he just takes a pensive moment and what Ganymede's doing here is collecting all of his memories from his disparate parts ever since his soul was fractured he can't retain knowledge from each of these pieces unless he joins up like this
3: Sinking to the cloud.
0: Sinking to the cloud.
3: No <laughs> secrets. We got no secrets, guys.
2: None from Ganymede, anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: We were like, oh, yeah, you're my specific Ganymede, and I can tell you anything. No.
1: <laughs> Public knowledge.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I tasted some weird stuff a few days ago.
1: <laughs> Does that mean he smelled the...
6: <laughs>
1: he just gives a big shiver, and he goes, oh.
4: <laughs> I've seen so many things.
0: You all have done me a great service. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I ask you to party and you party hard. All five of you. Hmm. Thank you. Adrenaline is just as good as the fun, and there's been a good dose of both. Some fighting, some freaking. Fun Uh, uh, swimming and eating.
4: Who's doing the freaking?
0: (laughs) I'll never (laughs) tell. It's time for me to give back. I promised you that these abilities would grow with time, and it's time. I want to increase your acuity, each of you. Doran, you can hear things from far away, certainly, but I will give you the scrutiny. You need to hear subtle sound. Okay. Great. You will be able to hear when someone is lying to you.
1: Ooh. Oh, what a cool ability.
4: That won't get anyone in trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this will take some
0: getting used to. But there are certain ways that people talk, some ways that their body betrays them and changes the little thing of their voice, and you will notice this. Okay. You might. Uh, Doran, when you make an insight check, you can instead take a perception check with advantage to tell whether someone's being deceptive.
5: Nice. Okay.
0: Is that even better for you? Yeah, <laughs> like, um As a uh, fringe benefit to this, you can also hear creatures approaching within a hundred feet and know their number. Mm. Okay. Leg lost powers.
4: Everyone's been white lying to you this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah,
3: we all think you're really cool, Doran.
4: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that gambeson is.
5: <laughs> I haven't talked about the gambeson.
1: Incredibly
4: fashionable. It's such a good choice.
1: We all love the gambeson. Your gambeson.
4: Shambsen. <laughs> it's made of denim. It's
5: my goddamnbsen. <laughs> I like that. My <laughs> Uh
0: Aaron.
2: <gasps> Me.
0: I know you've already seen some shit. I'm going to show you some shit you've never seen. Shit that nobody's ever seen. Because it hasn't happened yet. When people are about to jump, they lean first. Ever so slightly. You will notice this. Just by glancing at someone and their physique, you can see where they're moving. What they're going to do next. In combat, Aaron. Uh, You can make a perception check with advantage. On a 15 or higher, I will tell you what their plan of attack is for the next move.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can see the future. Do these have a limit? You said perception check?
0: Perception check, 15 or higher. Is that
2: an action? Bonus action. Okay. 15 or higher. Thank
3: you. That's sick.
0: Cool. Journey, I have decided it's not enough for you to feel.
3: Not enough?
0: Other people need to get on your level. They need to be able to feel what you're feeling. Sometimes emotion reasons faster than reasoning. When you touch another, they will feel what you're feeling. Oh, wow. If that is compassion or love, or perhaps you were recently stabbed, they will feel that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Journey, when you touch someone and choose to do so, you will impart them with your emotional state... Uh, you do not get to choose what you impart to them. Uh, it just is what you're feeling. You can't betray that. You okay. can't lie about that. Right. Um, they also gain any magical effects that you currently have for as long as it remains on you up to one minute, whichever comes first. Cool. So you can share mage armor, per se.
1: Okay. Or with the one-party member who doesn't have invisibility.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um. Also, if you choose to do so, they will take psychic damage equal to half the damage that you've taken since your last turn. So essentially, you can impart pain upon them that you felt. Poppy. Yes? Poppy, only you have a palate so refined as to taste the flavors of the moment.
4: You're right, I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm always saying this. <laughs> your sense, your uh, sense of taste goes beyond... Food goes beyond the culinary experience. You now have the ability to taste any given moment just by sipping the air. And you will either taste victory or taste defeat based on what lies around the corner.
1: It's like an augury thing.
0: Yeah, it is. So if you taste victory, uh, it means that there is no impending danger. If you taste defeat, there is impending danger nearby. I will add on to these little flavor additions. Uh, that They will be interpretive.
4: Okay. But they'll
0: give you some clue as to what might be happening. So okay. if you're wondering if the room on the other side of the door is on fire, I might say that you taste defeat and it's spicy. Okay. For instance.
4: Are you saying I can, like, taste the air then?
0: Yes, you will be able to. Almost like uh, seeing uh, the stink lines coming off of a pie. <laughs>
4: stink lines?
0: You'll be able to taste it.
4: Um, my pies don't stink. Well. Thank you. It's a good stink.
0: Stinks can be good.
4: Stink just kind of implies bad smells, right?
1: That's stinky thinking, Poppy. (laughs) Uh, I guess you would be the judge, huh, guy? I do,
0: yes. (laughs) Perhaps my greatest work so far, imbuing you with a sense of smell to begin with, I am on the fence about the decision I've made with this. But it could be used for good. Guy, I'm going to make one scent very particular for you and very powerful. Guy, when you smell fear, you will become empowered. I have noticed you have the ability to instill fear in people. It would be good for you to know when it works. Uh, Guy, you can make a perception check with advantage at any point to know if someone is afraid. If you smell fear, you may levitate in swift leaps a distance equal to your walking speed. You may also levitate your head freely from your body. This sounds very useful.
4: (laughs) Okay. This sounds like a feedback loop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guy, you get a little voice in your head uh, that is private to you, whether or not you realize it in the moment. He says, when you live without fear... You can wield it mercilessly against others. Or you can stand in the way of it and protect those who are afraid. Mm, I'm not sure I understand, Guy thinks to himself. Gus is slowly walking over towards you. Uh, He places all the items back on the table, and he looks like he's going to shake your hand. Gus is with his gauntlet, and as soon as you touch him, he just (laughs) latches back onto you.
3: Iron Man armor. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking.
1: Mm -hmm. Good to have you back, Gus. Keep on partying. Uh, Yes, sir. Guy, you you can
5: wear things under your armor. Just (laughs) (laughs) situations like this.
4: (laughs) I
6: think we should wash
4: it. I've never really seen the
5: point, but uh, well, today's a point.
1: Um, It's it's okay. It's noted. (laughs) Uh, Party on, Ganymede. I would
0: imagine the rest of that day is a balance of testing your new abilities and sensory overload as you kind of get used to the new edges on those. Towards that evening, however, Kesher calls a brief meeting with Poppy and Doran. She explains a bit of an oversight. And we're back to where we were at the start of last episode. Kesher explains that the bismite has been draining faster than it ought to have and she doesn't know why. It's as if there's another engine running somewhere that's draining off of it, or something. She can't figure it out, but she doesn't think you have enough fuel to make it to Small Castle. And she doesn't know of a closer place to go. The co-captains, Doran and Poppy, have been talking with Kesher and then talking privately about what to do about this situation. Doran had doubts about whether even he's fit to be a captain. Well... Doran and Poppy were talking, something even more alarming happened. There was a cracking sound. A small, subtle crumble. And it takes you a while to find it. You're in the navigation room, looking over that giant compass, you know, that's pointing you to small Castle. And when you find this, it's in those boxes of navigation stones that you have for all the different islands of the clouds. You see one of those stones has crumbled to pieces.
4: Do we know uh, which which stone it was?
0: The label on it says the Rainy Hills.
4: Doran, I'm, I'm worried this means that an island has fallen.
0: Yeah. Looking at the boxes, you also see an empty slot for where Lore should be. You know that these stones are entwined with the islands that they came from. What this likely means is that
5: those islands are no longer. Mm. We can't really change course now. We gotta go to Small Castle.
4: But if we can't even make it there, what do we... <sighs> I think we need to emergency land somewhere. Where? What? Whatever's next closest on the map, right?
5: What is closest on the map? You ask
0: Kesher's advice, and she kind of lays out her best charts. Small Castle one of the closest. You could take a gamble on a few others, but they might be equidistant, and it's not where you
5: intend to go. You know, worst case scenario, we just sacrifice some magic, and we can rekindle the bismite. So we're we're, we're not we're not going to fall to the sky, no matter what. Um, might need to talk to our engineers or something. But yeah, we, we should certainly hear what Journey has to say as well.
3: Journey was in the lounge area. Um, she's got a bunch of the cushions from the couch underneath her on the floor, and she's practicing um, hovering with her fey buds. <laughs> okay. So they're, yeah. they're floating her up into the air, and she's kind of like wheeling her arms and legs around and then falling onto the cushions and trying that over and over again when you guys find her
4: um I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> ah! Oh, I'm so sorry huh. hi Ha. Um, uh, it's kind of an emergency could you come with us to the bismite the,
3: room yeah can I put the cushions back or is it oh, I'll, oh no I'm following you okay not important right now mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, what's, what's going on
4: I, it's it's draining it's draining faster than it should be we might not
3: make it what
5: well we'll make it but not without having to give the bismite a little help
3: oh the uh, bismite is draining
5: faster than we would have thought
3: um okay uh
4: I was wondering if you could help me if we could just like work together to try and figure out like maybe maybe a source like follow the follow the drain back to where it's coming okay, from? okay
3: yeah uh, let's let's try it uh, I mean we've been practicing getting in touch with the bismar and the pin maybe maybe we can try it in on the ship I, I don't know yeah let's let's try it
0: connecting to it like you have before like Poppy has before you can tell that it's weak and that it's going fast but it's not it's not draining in the direction that you thought it would. It's it's not the engine that's pulling it. It's something else. Something else on the ship.
3: Do I get any sense of direction at all, or is it just not the engine?
0: Not the engine. Um, it's actually pretty dark in this engine room. You can feel it being pulled in different directions. One feels sort of close, but a lot of it feels sort of spread out.
3: Okay. Poppy, I, it feels like... It's getting drawn out all over the place.
4: I'm trying to connect to it. Okay, with my experience with connecting to the pin, using it to, like, put a glamour over things, mm-hmm. can I tell if it's of a similar nature, mm. like, arcana-wise?
0: Interesting, yeah. It's uh, it's not a magical effect that's being sustained. It doesn't feel like that. Uh, it feels like um, uh, you're getting the image of, like, a bat. Licking blood off of a cow, like something is taking from it for itself.
4: Can I try using my new Ganymede ability?
0: Okay. To like. Mm, yes, yeah. the moment. It, yeah. Taste
4: the moment, and like.
0: You taste dark chocolate defeat.
4: Dark mm. chocolate. It's really bitter and and dark, and it feels like something something is feeding off of it like shadowy have we have we searched everywhere
3: on this ship
4: I mean I thought we had been but they are very
3: tricky people
5: I think we need to bring everyone else in on this
3: I want to look on the outside of the ship I just kind of want to lean over the edge and see if there's like I'll even use detect magic and see if there's anything like clinging to the ship I don't know, because I feel like we did a really good job searching the inside of the ship, but maybe we didn't search the outside because it was harder to get to because it was in, floating in the air.
5: Give me an investigation check on okay. the outside of the ship.
3: That would be a 7 can because I, I'm terrible at investigation.
5: I was just going to say, can I help uh, Journey and participate in the search as well? Sure. 15.
3: There
5: you go. Journey, you're right that you guys did a good job of
0: looking through this ship at first when you left you're looking through the ship now and you know you guys have gone down further into the clouds a little bit so it's getting a little darker and a little gloomy on this ship a little harder to see when you look off the edge of the ship you see bright bulbs but they're not it almost looks like a a black balloon lost in the ocean or some kind of glossy slimy jelly but they've attached themselves by the dozens to the side of your ship it seems at some point you all went through a swarm of blight bulbs
4: light bulbs motherfucker!
0: the implications of this are racing through your mind are these things natural where did they come from is someone making more of these things are they so populous now that they're taking over the clouds are they going to drain the other islands but at the same time, you've got an
5: immediate problem to deal with. I mean, it could have been worse.
3: Still pretty bad. <laughs> what could be
4: worse than that? We're up in the sky and we might fall. What's wrong?
2: Aaron walks up behind the three of you, looking over the edge. <laughs> we got we some know, stowaways. Would we
3: know what these are? That these are blight bulbs?
0: You guys have seen bright bulbs, like, tons of times. And you've seen several shadow transformations. And you know how that happens now.
3: Okay. okay. I was going to ask if mm. they looked like the yes. inky. Yep.
0: They're, like, dripping shadows, Yep. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, we got, uh, an infestation that we gotta deal with. It's sucking up the bismut faster than we can take, really. They're all attached to the side of the ship if you look over the side. Be careful. Oh my god. That's
1: disgusting. What um, how
3: do we... Uh, Kesher, have you ever seen anything like this?
1: No.
0: Not even a little bit. This is... Disgusting. And we're all out of lube. I would think we could just kind of like schluck <laughs> them right off the side, right? Like that would work.
4: Is that what the lube was for?
0: Yeah. It was to keep the all the barnacles off. Really? No. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I was
2: like, why didn't you tell us? Um,
1: it's boat lube. <laughs> uh,
2: are we really out of lube?
1: A <laughs> uh, guy is going to levitate right behind the group. I'm sensing some fear or anxiety on the there. Uh, is everything okay? What are you looking at?
3: Uh, we got a problem. Um, barnacle blight bulb problem.
4: Wait, like, mm. do you think we could find a way to scrape them off?
1: I'm a big fan of stabbing things. Um,
3: <laughs> Just generally.
1: <laughs> We've already scraped a thing or two off this ship. I think Steed and I could take a stab at it.
2: Maybe we should quick call everyone together and see if anyone knows how to handle these things. Maybe April?
1: Yeah, someone might. April knew how to cook these things.
0: Not
4: these
2: ones. (laughs) A quick meeting and come up with a game plan? Yeah. Poppy
4: gets on the giant horn.
0: (laughs) The broken horn?
4: Are those for...
0: I guess. that's a PA system now. (laughs) (laughs) The galler horn.
3: We replaced the broken horn with a bigger (laughs) echo bell. (laughs) (laughs) Attention, crew members of
4: the Shatterhorn. This is your captain speaking.
5: Doran rolls his eyes. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> like, a, like, a, like it's a pilot.
4: <laughs> um, we need everyone in the conversation pit. Stat. Chop, chop.
0: Yeah, you call the quorum. Everybody shows up. Mikey's got dough on his
5: hands. So, Captain, please go on.
4: Other, other captain can speak, too.
5: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> if you if you say so, if you deem it... Appropriate. Um, uh, Everyone, we are in dire dire straits right now. Our ship is covered in um, blight bulbs. And um, Poppy and I were wondering, and everyone else too, if anyone has any experience removing them or has any ideas. So far, we got um, Guy and Steed going around and just cleaning ship. Uh, But we are in imminent danger. We may run out of bismite um, shortly, so... Uh, any thoughts or ideas? But he's super helpful. Mikey's been holding his hand the entire
0: time, and he goes, "They're called bright bulbs."
5: No, no. <laughs> Mikey, look over the ship. Um, these are a little different. Oh. Yeah. They're all dark, like blackberries. Right. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so we got to get rid of these, huh? Yep. Okay. Do we have any more lube? <laughs> we already thought of that. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, we're okay. all out. I'm out of ideas. Me too.
4: Does anyone remember how we, like, what was most effective against the other inky folk that we fought?
1: I f- found my blade to be quite effective.
4: Oof. Was was fire effective in any way? Iron was.
1: Is Babka uh,
0: with us as well? Uh, didn't show up to this meeting, no. <sighs> Dried up Babka again.
3: <laughs> April, do you remember anything related to the brat bulb? bulb? Brat bulbs, <laughs> <laughs> The brat blobs <laughs> The brat bulbs that might be helpful for these.
0: Um good with salt. That's about it.
3: No.
4: Poppy tries to sprinkle some salt over one of them.
0: They do seem to hate that actually. Oh. Yeah, they kind of shrivel up. That helps.
3: How big are these, so that I can get a mental um, picture?
0: They're like like roughly double
5: a basketball.
3: Oh, okay. I was yeah, thinking good- they were the size of this room.
5: That's like a big beach ball, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I
3: feel a lot better now. I was like...
5: No, yeah. Say, Sir Bo, um, how's your battery life right now? Doran!
1: That used the last of his power. Uh. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's doing
5: a software update. It was really bad timing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do not operate on battery power. Okay. I am a fully sentient soul, just like you. Oh, I didn't, I mean great um, <laughs> I so feel
4: bad what? we've been calling him a, a construct this whole time
5: <laughs> Yeah, we will deal with that a little bit later when we're not in imminent danger but uh, Serbo, can you fly? <laughs> can I? That is a great question
0: <laughs> My previous experiences with flying have been varied Okay,
1: My directional capabilities are not perfect He did break us out of prison by uh, crashing, I believe it was. Okay. I
4: I was marginally able to steer him that one time.
5: That's right. Well, you're capable of carrying someone, so if you can just keep someone aloft and allow them to take some shots, we need to deal with this quickly.
3: I can also cast fly.
5: That's very cool. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's super handy.
3: And we might not need to have everybody flying if someone or a couple people get the bulbs on the bottom then the rest of us can just drop crap on the rest of them.
0: My method would result in a
5: 73% chance of survival for the passenger. <laughs> okay. That's less than ideal. <laughs> <laughs> um, never mind, sir. carry on with whatever it is you do on the ship. I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow. <laughs> Fully sentient. <laughs> so he got that. Um,
0: he gets back to his Sudoku.
2: <laughs> I'm worried that all of my weapons are, you know, daggers or crossbow bolts. I don't think they'll be
3: very effective against gelatinous things. Well, if they're made of metal, they might be.
4: Um, maybe we gather all the iron we can find and and use it.
3: They
2: don't like iron. Are you Irish? <laughs> they,
5: don't like Irish. Irish. <laughs> they
2: don't
5: like Irish. My name is Irish. They, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: they don't. Why don't they like me? This this corner of the table is struggling.
4: <laughs> 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 After uh,
3: yeah, she we are in trouble, <laughs> we,
4: like, I they, are, we made eye contact and I was
3: like, <laughs> 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 so good. Sorry. Bright blobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> iron. <laughs> I don't think iron. <laughs>
6: oh, my abs. Oh, You're all just
0: like losing your shit laughing on the deck of the ship, like knowing that you've got just a few hours of yeah. flight left.
4: Ooh. Yeah. Don't judge her panic response. <laughs>
5: I'll deal with Bobka. And, um, Guy, there's no reason for you to wait if you got a thing going. Aaron, how about I try to get us some uh, iron bolts?
4: Sure. Does anyone want to be able to fly hands-free?
5: Just offering
0: this in the background. Everybody's <laughs> like, we got to think of something crazy.
4: <laughs> I'm going to cast fly on myself then.
3: to see if I got... I'll wait until we're ready to go. Though.
4: What if we try... I tried... have hand
3: axes that I imagine are metal. Yep.
4: Um, Journey, would you like to fly?
3: I can try and chop some of them off the side of the ship. I got my axes.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Great. I have sea salt.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you could sprinkle that over the top of them, I don't know. Maybe that'll help.
5: I'm going to run off to the babka's room. Yeah. Um, I'm going to knock on the door very impatiently. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you don't get a response at all. I'm going to try to open the door.
3: Are they staying in a closet? There's a carpet in a closet? Yep. Is that what we decided? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, you go in there and there's, there's nobody in the room. It's just the carpet in there.
5: Uh, can I, based on what I saw before, did I see a way to maybe use it or? Yeah. Okay. Yep. <sighs> Bob, okay, I'm going to try to go through the carpet. Okay.
0: Yeah, you, uh, pull back the flap and when you reach through, gravity actually reorients... Uh, in a 90-degree sort of fashion, it's extremely disorienting. So when you're reaching through there, you're actually stepping out of a wall. Oh, weird. Okay. And yeah, your whole stomach just kind of lurches as you go in, and as you stand up, I need you to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. 11. Okay. Uh, You are paralyzed as the effects of hold person. Oh. You hear a little bell go off, and you see uh, Benjamin Butterhug running down the hallway. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Hold on. He uh, reaches up and pulls a little switch on the wall. He says, security measures, you understand?
5: Um, How can I help you? Of course. um, Hey, we're in dire straits right now. Uh, You have a shop out here, right? We do. I kind of like the way you said that. I'm intrigued. But what what we really need is um, some iron bolts, if you have any. just Even just the tips are iron. Uh, Certainly. Great. Um, Can I get a, a bunch of them?
0: Uh, Absolutely. Of course. Yes. Uh, He uh, runs away. Um, You can hear him rummaging around. Uh, He's talking with Bobka. Bravely Bobka kind of pops out and just waves at you.
2: Aaron runs down to the rug Mm -hmm. after Doran Mm -hmm. and yells through the rug hole Mm -hmm. and under it and says, Doran, try to get an iron chain as long as you can get.
5: Uh, uh, Iron chain, too, I guess.
0: Um, uh, Benjamin leans out again and just gives you a bright nod. Comes back with a whole bunch of shit. Um, so he's got 10 uh, iron crossbow bolts. Uh, they're actually masterwork, so they're plus one to attack and damage. Oh, wow. okay. Um, and then just a long
5: iron chain as well. Not very heavy, but plenty strong. Great. Um, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, if you don't hear from us again, it's because the... Bobka's walking out with little
0: glasses on his nose. He says, eh, masterwork, arrows, a uh, chain roughly 30 feet in length. Um, eh, 75 gold pieces should cover it, Doran. Can I... Bob, Oh, seventy-five. Oh. 75... My apologies.
5: Uh, does Journey have the coffers at the moment? Probably. You know what? We'll just take the chain. I think we'll just see how that goes, I guess. Um, mm. The chain, only five gold pieces. Five gold. Great. Thank you. And if you don't hear from me again, it's because uh, the ship fell out of the sky and we all died. Um, but I understand you're probably pretty busy, and that's why you didn't come to our emergency meeting. A <sighs> Shame to lose such a valuable customer. I love you too, Bobka And then I try to jump through the carpet As you're leaving, (laughs) he's like, you'll be fine (laughs) Alright, five gold falls onto the ground after me Alright, what do we need this for?
2: Okay, I have this idea I just, I hope you're down for this Don't even
5: explain it, I trust you
2: Okay, I need your help though
5: Okay Alright,
0: we're on the edge of the ship Doran and Aaron Have the chain (laughs) Um, first, to narrate all of this, I want a D twenty from all of you. Nobody gets any bonuses whatsoever. This is how you perform.
1: Oh boy! Oh, oh boy!
4: <laughs> no! Shit, doesn't count. Uh, that's a nat one for there Poppy. There go. <clears throat> oh no! With assault? Can, can I can I tell you how I think it happens? Sure. Hey. hey!
1: Nineteen.
4: Nineteen, crew. Nice. Let's, let's
5: go in ascending order here. I got seventeen. All right.
0: Uh so I think Poppy with a natural one.
4: Um <laughs> okay, so after casting fly on journey. Yep. Which lasts for 10 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Poppy goes over to the edge with her little barrel of salt. Mm-hmm. And thinks she has it lined up really well. Mm-hmm dumps the whole thing, <laughs> it
2: catches the wind and flies
6: yeah.
4: away. You <laughs> 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 should give
1: him like a catching now.
2: And that's all the salt we had on the ship.
1: <laughs> it's gone.
2: Oh no. How am I gonna make soup tonight?
0: <laughs> yeah, you all just see it scattered to the wind. <laughs> Next up would be 17?
2: No, I had 5. 5.
0: All right. (laughs) Let's do five and 17
3: together. Yeah, we're going
2: to be doing it at the same time. Okay. So my idea, Doran, is um, you take one end of the chain and I'll take the other. And we can try to, like, one of us glide it around the ship.
5: Oh, and just do, like, a sweep.
2: And then, like, pull it back along the ship and try to scrape off as many bright bulbs as we can. Okay. That
5: sounds terrifying. (laughs) But I got a way to get us out if someone falls. But, yeah, let's... Let's do it. If okay,
2: since I'm the better glider, no offense.
5: It's debatable. Just what I've seen we so far. We can do a race or something. I mean, okay, something. okay,
2: later. But, um, yep, I'm going to just jump off the side here with the chain. Wish me luck.
1: <laughs> bye forever. Yeah. All
3: right, bye. <laughs> no, we know the rules. No.
2: Aaron jumps off.
3: No.
0: Aaron jumps off. Holding the chain in one hand and the glider in the other, and should have been hanging onto the glider with both. Iron chains are heavy. Aaron, you get near the end of your descent, and you see your glider rocket out ahead of you, and you just let go of it. No. The one that Doran had got for you, especially and detailed. No. You hit the bottom of the chain. Doran, I need you to make a strength save. 15. All right. You feel the chain tug hard and slams you up against the balcony and you crush your ribs and you like feel this chain slip through your fingers as it tears your skin and you grab onto this thing and feel Aaron at the end of it. Aaron, you wrap your hand around it and you just see the whole thing go taut and hit the side of the ship. To your benefit, you actually do scrape off a few of these barnacle shadow creatures off the side (laughs) of the ship. Like in a swing? Yeah, as you pendulum across.
2: Yeah, uh... You got a good grip up there?
5: Yeah, yeah. No, nope, this is nothing. Um,
2: I lost the glider. I didn't I'm notice sorry. that.
5: That's well, it's not gone yet. I'm sorry. Um,
2: okay, I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna. I think no. we can get a few more. No, we can get a few more. Aaron's gonna wrap it the chain around their arm. Yeah, and then try to start swinging their legs yeah. back and forth like a um, trapeze artist. me an
0: acrobatics check.
2: I'm very good at acrobatics, <laughs>
0: Doran. At the same time, you hear something approaching quick behind you. What'd you get, Aaron?
2: Um, hold on. Twenty-four.
0: <sighs> wow. Dang. All right, with a twenty-four, Aaron, you pendulum for a little bit, going side to side. Once you get enough momentum behind you, you figure it out. You sprint along the side of the ship, and you just. <sighs> You catch your foot on a windowsill and you're able to jump and then you catch your foot on the edge of a board on the trim of a window and then you're finally up, back to the balcony. You had also cleared the side of the ship on your way up.
2: Fuck yeah. (laughs)
0: When you look back down, you see Kesher had jumped off the side of the ship with her glider. She (laughs) sails straight down towards your glider, Aaron, and she intercepts it. Nice. You see her spiral, go high above the ship, and loop-de-loop land, just like she taught you.
2: With my glider? With your glider. Now you can't hate her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I got back up to the top of the ship deck?
0: Almost. You got up to the balcony, and then you slipped a little bit because you had put so much energy and momentum, and that last little bit was just too hard.
2: I try to grab the edge
5: of the ship.
0: Yeah, uh, you see Erin kind of come up towards the balcony and sort of slip as she's
5: grabbing for the edge. Okay, I lurch down and, like... Grab her um, on the arm. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: I hoist me up and I land on him (laughs) (laughs) now. Oh, 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 I think we got him.
5: (laughs) That worked out perfectly.
2: Great job. Uh, Sorry about the landing. And Aaron pushes themselves
0: off. Aaron, you see out of the corner of your eye, Kesher is just quietly propping up your glider against the wall and just kind of walking away from the two of you.
2: Hey, Kesher.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that was pretty cool.
2: Thanks. Thanks for saving my glider. It means a lot to me.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a dog. You know, I just got to fetch. So, <laughs> um, good luck out there.
2: <laughs> Aaron just nods, but with a smile. Okay.
1: A yeah.
2: rare smile to catch.
0: <laughs> An Aaron smile. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she smiles back.
1: Cool. Uh, Guy and Journey. Uh, let's do Guy first. A uh, guy takes to steed and starts circling his ship looking for another concentration of blight bulbs. Yeah. Uh, you come down the side that Aaron's on. You see that whole dramatic
0: thing, and you're flying out on steed, and you're like, oh, oh! And it's, like, over by the time you get there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, uh, you even go for the uh, the glider a little bit, and you see Kesher just swoop down and grab it, and you're like, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, when you round the other side, you see this like cancerous cluster hanging off the side of the ship. Probably the, the biggest concentration of these things. Something to really sink your
1: teeth into, Guy.
4: Is a group of light bulbs a tumor? Ooh, Ew. I
3: like that. You're welcome. I hate it. Thank you.
1: All right. Uh, get us close, Steed. I want to take a closer look. All right. I wouldn't get too close to these things,
0: they look nasty. He does fly you in closer, almost in striking distance, and does a couple passes.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do a few just jabs
0: at him. Yeah. Not only do you, like, split them open like you'd expect, but it leaves this, like, frothing, momentarily, like, gleaming cut when you do.
1: It reacts like acid almost. Yucky. Hmm, this will be fun. All right, Steed, uh, why don't we get above the ship here?
0: He flies you straight up. Uh, You can see the ship
1: is a bit of a dot. He might've overdone it, but why not be dramatic? (laughs) All right. Gonna go as fast as we can. and Get as close to that ship as you feel comfortable.
0: Oh, I'm pretty comfortable up here. You all hear that familiar as he's up high. He's never done this straight down before, but he uses his speed burst and starts rocketing towards the ship. Guy, the ship becomes real big, real fast. (laughs) As you rocket towards these, all right. Light bulbs. I'm
1: going for a overhead slice okay. of the big group. Yeah, give me uh, give me a melee attack. Uh, eighteen to hit. Oh yeah, plenty to hit the side, the broad side of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you
0: bring this slicing down, and uh, guy goes by in such a glimpse so quickly to the rest of you that it has that uh, anime effect where you see this bright line flash through them and then all of a sudden this whole group just shears in half and explodes in jelly, and you see this cluster fall away and just drip into the open clouds. Journey, you catch a glimpse of this as it comes to you with your hatchets.
3: Journey, despite the flying, does in fact take a rope and then rappel off of the side of the ship and down, um, and then just uses the light to kind of float between little clusters, little tumors, and uh, just patient as can be just starts chopping them away with the hand with the hand axes.
0: You kind of did the same thing as Guy where you saw Aaron go off the side of the ship, tried to chase them, saw the glider go out, tried to chase that, looked to where Guy is going looking for the cluster that he was going after, he took that. You notice there's almost none left for you. <laughs> I'm uh, okay with that. But there are <laughs> light bulbs scattered about the ship in less concentrated areas you're able to sort of moonwalk with a tether as you bounce around the ship and pick these things off one by one it's actually
1: sort of viscerally satisfying to pop these things one by one mm-hmm. as journey gets to like the last one guy's gonna fly up right by her okay journey good work on these
3: yeah guy I saw your uh big show earlier that was pretty cool thank you
1: thank you Uh do you think there's any tactical advantage to keeping one of these on the ship? Not on the ship, but perhaps extracting it and studying it?
3: Uh, I mean, we know, we know what they are, and we know how they happen. Is there anything in particular you're trying to figure out?
1: No, I just would like to know more about these and how our enemies have been using them against us, but I must admit I wouldn't know where to start. You see the blight bulb begin to wiggle and it
0: dives for Journey. (laughs) Journey, when it hits you, it actually puts its, like, bell over your head and it's just, like, almost suffocating you as it's (laughs) just, like, jellied over you.
1: Uh,
0: guy's gonna grab it with two hands and try to lift it up? Yeah, yeah. I I think that's the better path than the sword, I think.
4: Uh, (laughs) And Journey becomes a dull hand. Yeah, (laughs) no (laughs) kidding.
0: Turn a hand I got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh it's <with laughs> nothing you'll get used to it <laughs> um, it's effective uh, these things are not like formidable creatures in the first place so peeling it off of journey is enough force to kill this thing kind of as you tear it off um, but journey you you lose a level one spell slot out of that it was trying to take from you
3: oh ah thanks god oh this is so nasty God <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm gonna do one thing before I throw it into the clouds. Okay. I'm gonna smell it. Hmm. <laughs> Ew. Okay. What's that? Perception? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. great. It's a 10 or a 13. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's familiar. <laughs> it's about as far as it gets. Can I smell fear in it? No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. I tossed it over my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep,
0: big blob to the wind. The rest of that day is a lot less hectic. After that, Kesher is keeping a close eye on the drain rate of the bismite, and it's where it should be now.
4: Uh, What do you think? Do you think we'll get there? Because it's not actively draining as fast, or...?
0: Kesher takes a long, long pause shakes her head now.
5: Okay. Well, um, let's trust in Ganymede a bit here. Um, Poppy, can you...
4: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was.
5: Can you use your ability to, again and get a sense of what the rest of the day tastes like?
4: I lick the air.
5: Sure. I <laughs> um... You
0: taste victory, meaning that there is no impending doom, impending danger. Um and I'll say you've got a it tastes like there's fixins, a side dish.
5: There's something else to it. Do we got any ambushes coming?
4: No, it tastes safe. Okay. Um but there's like something extra about it.
5: Okay. Okay. Well, um, anyways, I, I think uh Poppy. You get an aftershock
0: that makes you shiver head-to-toe.
6: <laughs>
0: Your whole neck is buzzing with some sort of excitement that came a moment after that flavor.
4: Like a good excitement?
0: Maybe.
5: Are you okay, you got the chills?
4: I don't, I don't know. Um. I think
2: something good might be happening.
5: Okay, okay. yeah, we can work with that.
2: Um. Another idea, do you have any Bismite left on the rolling pin? As backup reserve?
4: Oh, um yeah, I think a little bit. I'd probably not near enough to power the ship, but
1: There was that chunk I procured on backsea as well. That could help a little bit.
4: Yeah, maybe we, we bring it in just
2: just in case.
4: I'll can we leave like a small amount for the pin just in case we need it?
2: I mean that's that's up to you. I think falling to our death is maybe slightly more important. Yeah.
4: Right, right. That's probably better. Um my priorities are a little <laughs> twisted, I guess.
1: No, uh, it's your whole life, you've said.
4: I think I can confidently say at this point that you guys are part of my life now too. Oh. Anyway, let's go! <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a bit of tension aboard the ship. Although the immediate problem has been solved, there's this background feeling of what if we don't make it? And you're doing everything you can, sourcing your bismite, but there's a snag. Not only do spark engines slowly drain the overall power of the crystal inside the engine, they also disintegrate the crystal around the edges. And what remains in your engine now is not enough. Even if you were to Recharge this every day. It would be disintegrating at an efficiency. That means you might be doomed anyway.
4: Um, maybe we can offload some weight, or or um, maybe Babka has access to bismite. Or.
0: Do not worry. In the event that the ship goes down, we will survive. Even if I lose my blanket in the process, we will survive. We will all go to the Plains of Lodom together.
2: Then we lose the ship and, and the rolling pin.
0: Indeed, but it's better than our lives, is it not?
2: Yeah. Aaron's nodding, like, yep.
0: <laughs> Aaron don't give a shit and a half about the pin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Bobka's idea. We can just leave.
0: Again, yeah. it should be a last resort. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody like, wants to go to Lodom. Nobody purpose. wants to lose <laughs> the yeah. blanket. Yes. Oh, yeah, that blanket. <laughs> Excuse me. Do wait any the, of you have a portal blanket, wait a permanent the, portal?
4: I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, mm-hmm. could you go up to the crow's nest and and like scout ahead to see if there's any closer uncharted skylands?
2: Yeah. I mean, I can. Could you go up to the crow's nest and just like fuck off for a second? <laughs>
6: uh,
4: Aaron, we need to get rid of any unnecessary weight. So if you could just jump off,
2: right <laughs> and get your fat <laughs> ass off the ship. <laughs> I know what I'm not wanting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Aaron climbs come on, up Doran. The... Yeah, come on, Doran. <laughs> and they glide off into the sunset. <laughs> uh, Aaron climbs on up to the crow's nest to take a look. Right, the eyes.
0: <laughs> wow. What? Is that a one and a two? And it's no. a one and a
2: seven. seven. <laughs> My, Jesus. But I rolled the big die, and it's a big natural one. <laughs> Well. Thirteen. Thirteen.
0: Awesome. Okay, yeah. Thirteen's plenty. Being that um, you really didn't need supervision. Sorry. You didn't really need super sight to... Uh...
3: <laughs> oh, Doran? Aaron supervision.
0: <laughs> Doran, can we have you supervise, please? <laughs> um, Aaron, when you get to the crow's nest, it's windy. Uh, you've been down in the uh, lounge talking to people for a while. You didn't realize how dark and fucking windy it got out here. <laughs> um, when you get to the top of the crow's nest it's just whipping your hair side to side and you have to kind of tie it back or just get rid of it altogether. because why not
4: (laughs) um it's just bald (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could just do that whenever you want
0: right momentarily yeah. yeah um looking out into the distance though uh you're seeing thunderheads like all around you and you can just see this light flashing deep within them you guys have sunk down a layer of clouds now you're in that lower cumula area um typically darker, often safer in terms of being concealed and away from other things. And Aaron, you see a storm cloud ahead that, while all of these others are flashing, this one is just bright. And as you gaze upon this massive thunderhead, so bright and silvery as if glowing from inside, you see a dark shadow. Massive. Moving towards you, out of the storm cloud, and you see the mist break around it as it bursts into view—a giant sailing vessel with loose, tattered sails flailing in the wind uselessly, and a brilliant light at the bow that seems to guide the ship along. And it angles towards the Shatterhorn. What do you do?
2: Aaron uh, tries to call down to everybody and says, Ayo, ship ahead. (laughs) Ayo.
6: Ayo.
4: Oh, Oh, God, it's the Flying Dutch
6: oven. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
4: uh,
5: Poppy, uh, one captain should stay on the ship. Guy, do you want to come with me and we can see who this is? Want to scout ahead? Yeah.
1: With you on a glider? Greet them uh, very well.
4: So I'm, I'm sorry. You're giving me the captain goes down with the ship roll, right? While you escape, okay. Well, great. I'm
5: like kind of doing. No, I'm kind of doing the already sinking thing.
4: All again. right, okay.
5: Aaron, you see that ship is closing in,
0: and as that ship nears, you see that light become more defined, and you realize the light at the front—it's not actually attached to the ship. It's floating out in front of it, and that light is a person. It's clear they intend to board as they move with precision towards your vessel, and when that glowing person gets close, you see a half-orc, covered with a dense constellation of tattoos, a bare torso and a chest tightly bound in linen, however her expression is inscrutable. You expected to see the sage confidence of a deity. You see blank curiosity. She looks up at you, briefly raises her chin and says, (laughs) What's
4: (laughs) up? I'm so excited.
0: Doran, you see this person with your glider. Are you flying over under their ship?
5: Yeah, I was picturing Guy and I kind of going over to meet them. This scene is gloomy. The skies are green
0: and sickly, and the wind is whipping, and it's dark and stormy. And you see standing on the deck of this ship is a minotaur with one broken horn wearing this bandana tied around their head. He kind of looks down at you with this giant
5: cleaver in his hand, and he says,
0: Good evening.
5: It's very serendipitous. Um, uh, You're beholding the shatterhorn.
0: Huh. He looks off the side, holds his horn.
1: Well look at that
6: <laughs>
1: It was uh, our idea first. <laughs> oh, sure. I like you guys already. Um
4: Is Steed in the picture currently?
1: Steed is probably like on the edge of the ship and it's a little cloudy yeah. as yeah. as
0: Doran and I approach, yeah. but but Steed's there. Uh, this Minotaur looks down. And sees Guy riding steed and his eyes just go wide and he gets this big like smirk on his face. And he goes, Um, what are your names? I'm
1: I'm Dave. Uh how do you know (laughs) how do you know Bidet? Uh I do not think I have met this Bidet.
0: Oh uh he gestures down to the uh donkey that you're riding with dragon
1: wings. Mm. Sorry. Didn't he introduce himself differently? Oh, No, uh, my friend here is known as Steed. (laughs) Steed. I believe you are mistaken, unless the two of you are acquainted? He looks at Steed for good while and says. No, no, you're
0: right. I had it wrong. It's Steed. Certainly. Uh, please. Um, your name's were? He's gesturing to the half-orc at the front of the ship. I am known as Guy.
5: I'm Doran.
0: Hmm. Uh... Uli, uh, this is Guy and Doran. They're from, uh, they're from that ship.
5: We're from the mainland, you know, primarily. Oh, but... no, shit, us too. Both oh, us. yeah. Great. Mm. Uh, <laughs> don't see many. we just lots of cats. This glowing,
0: glowing half-orc is flying towards you and settles down and goes, Oh, yeah, like Baxi, like the cats on Baxi. Yeah, that's where we came from. Dude, they're obnoxious.
1: Yes, For they real. smelled quite bad.
0: Oh, don't say that,
1: though. Uh,
5: wow. They get fucking weirded out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, good to meet you. Um, We are in a bit of a crisis situation. Yeah. Us too. Oh, okay. What's wrong? We really need some help. I really hope you have too much Bismite, because that would really work out well for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uli looks at Dave, and Dave looks at Uli and says, um...
5: Yeah, we've got bismite. That's never
0: been a problem for me. Uh, my family actually owns a bismite mine. Oh. So, yeah, we've got a lot.
5: And we don't use any of it. We don't need it whatsoever. How? How is this? What's that now? Never mind. What's your issue? It sounds like you can help us.
0: You hear this? Arr.
4: Oh, Uli's hungry. Got it. Oh. <laughs>
0: we uh, haven't eaten in a while. Oh,
6: I was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, if
1: uh, if you have food, we have bismite. It just so happens we have the best baker and Baxi on board our ship. Uli goes, oh, dude, fuck yeah.
5: <laughs> no joke. Yeah, I mean, our ship will fall out of the sky in a matter of hours, Uh, without more bismite, so, um, but if you're coming for food, as long as you don't want something salty, because we accidentally threw all our salt off, you're in good hands. (laughs) No, yeah, it's good. I'm
0: on, like, a low-sodium thing, yeah.
5: Smart, smart, yeah. He's once again kind of
0: running his hand over his horn as he walks onto your ship, kind of, uh, invited for dinner, more or less.
5: Doran's gonna scout out just real quick, look for, um, who else is on their ship. They seem pretty legit, but... yeah. Can I actually just listen instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. Natural 20.
0: Oh, my
4: God. <laughs> oh my God. You should have said no. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> that's so Jeez. funny.
0: All right. Um, okay. Well, you know their number, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you perceived. So um, there are, we'll say, five younger, slighter creatures Um. You notice at other times there's a, a motley crew of adolescent young adults, okay, um, of all different races, um, all different types. Oh. All yeah.
3: <laughs> of them. Yeah, one <laughs> each. Um,
0: yeah, you can tell they've got an assortment of uh, younger people. What might be adopted? Oh, okay. Crewmates. Yeah. All right.
5: Good. Okay. Well, I Dorian's at ease a bit, and um, yeah, we'll uh, guide them. Onto the shatter horn. Yeah.
0: When Uli comes over, she's carrying two metal buckets full of bismite. <laughs> Hell yes. She's like, is this going to be enough, you think? Or like... Wow.
5: That's excellent. It's going to be fine. Wh- How many cookies do you think <laughs> this is worth? What? <laughs> oh. uh
1: one, two,
0: three, Like, ten. Twenty cookies?
5: Yeah.
1: Easy. Yeah. Oh, all we right. Could, we could fill those buckets with food, I think. <gasps>
5: Equivalent exchange. Yeah, that sounds good. If you're okay with that, Poppy...
4: Oh um, hello, sir and ma'am. I am the co-captain.
0: Hey, uh, Uli reaches down to like shake your hand.
4: Hi, giant
0: yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah, she shakes it enthusiastically, just like what? whipping your body up and down. <laughs> and uh, and this this magic energy that's rolling off of Uli is it it's euphoric. Whoa. The the capacity that you have for magic it's 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 similar to kind of what's pouring out of her and it. it it just makes you feel so excited.
4: It's it's great to meet you. Oh my gosh.
0: She kinda gets into it too and she's like, Yeah, wow, holy cow. And she like hugs you in close.
4: <laughs> okay, we're hugging now. Um, <laughs> Doran said something about food.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I need dinner. I haven't had dinner in like three or four dinners.
4: That's probably a fate worse than death, honestly. No good, yeah. Um, I was just making dinner, so you guys are welcome to stick around.
0: That's perfect. Oh, uh, here's a bunch of rocks for you
5: guys. It's bismite.
4: What happened, Tori? So,
5: yeah, it worked out great. Uh, We got some bismite. We just need to feed them and their crew, Um, and um, I think it's a great time to give Mikey a shot at um, sous-chef again.
4: Oh, sorry. Did you want to impress the guests or not? (laughs)
5: I I think so, but yeah. yeah.
4: Okay, keep Mike far away from the kitchen. (laughs) Can we still call
5: him sous chef? I'll just have him do dishes?
4: Sure. Um, Well, he broke a couple plates last time. Okay. Maybe have him, like, pick up debris off of the the deck or something. I don't know.
1: We'll we'll keep him busy. I can help out again, Poppy. Although I am (laughs) curious to know more about our guests from the mainland.
4: Well, they can hang out in the kitchen with us if, if... Well, anyway, i got to get back. The soup is uh, boiling, so.
0: Good. Hot soup, yeah.
3: Soup (laughs) Soup again? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's really easy. Well, and really, it's the bread that shines, so it's all worth it. You know, that's mostly pinch. (laughs) Literally.
0: What? <laughs> you uh, you bring them down to the conversation pit to uh, await dinner, and um, there's a bit of an awkward lull where he's just Dave is kind of just looking around the room and like makes eye contact with Uli just briefly, and there just like, it's a really nice ship you've got.
3: We got it. We well we took it. Well we kind of won it. Well it was supposed to belong to the Blat, and then we got rid of the Blat on backseat
0: Oh, so you're not with the blight
3: no, no, we hate the bla well they hate us. Um
2: uh Aaron puts a hand on Journey's shoulder to calm Journey down and then says uh, who are you again? Why are you guys in the clouds?
0: Um private business.
2: Okay.
3: Uh <laughs> insight check?
1: Sure. We really trust this, Dave. You guy. messed
0: up my
3: roll. It was going to be a one. I helped you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tag team Roland. Ten. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, he's clearly hiding something as far as it goes.
2: Well, you're obviously hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> How did you find us?
0: We really didn't. We're... um.
2: You just happened upon a ship with one horn, and well, you have one you, horn. That, well, yeah, yeah,
0: that that was kind of weird. I guess he's getting like really uncomfortable and just kind of losing himself. And, uh, and <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see like you know if cows could blush, he's really just kind of like getting too like uncomfortable with himself. Because like there's like twelve people in this room like staring at him, waiting for an answer. And Uli kind of saves the day and just says, "We're looking for a friend of ours." He's a, he's a longtime friend of ours. His name is Tibio. We had all sorts of adventures together and apart. But, but recently there is a death that really upset him and he kind of tore off on his own. You can see there's some real pain involved with this and she closes her eyes to recite the rest. She says, "My friend Emery died, was killed actually. And it's it's been complicated. Tibio feels responsible, I guess, in a lot of ways. So he came out here to try to make it right, but he came out alone. a Fucking idiot. And now we're out here looking for him. Everyone's out here looking for him. Everyone? Uh, yeah, we're all part of, like, this weird-ass cult thing that we joined, like, <laughs> 15 years ago. Um She, like, holds out her arm and just shows you this one tattoo that she's got. It's called Curse Breakers. It's like this, uh, forget about it. Anyway, we're just, we used to do stuff together, and we still do sometimes, but mostly we just hear from each
5: other, and nobody's heard from Tibio ever since Emery. I can't say we've met Tibio.
2: Yeah, I would remember that weird name.
4: All right, is everyone ready for dinner? Oh, did I interrupt (laughs) something? I'm, I'm sorry.
0: Uli just stands up and goes, soup!
4: Yeah, okay, this is um my special punch you in the face with vegetables soup. Oh. It's like every vegetable. <laughs> but there's also meat in there too. Um and here's some sourdough bread. And well, I made a whole bunch of cookies too, because I just got excited. <laughs> <So> <laughs> dig in.
0: You see Mikey bust into the room and he goes, I got all the crubs off the
5: main deck. Awesome. <laughs> Mikey, that's so good. Can you put him back now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sweet. Thank you.
1: Oh, Mikey. Was Dave a vegetarian, or am I making that up? I don't know. That sounds right. Does I don't they? know. Yeah. 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 I don't
4: know. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't ask if anyone had any, like, diet restrictions. And um, I can just. Sleep. No, I
0: can pick around it. It's okay. fine.
4: Uh, I used a vegetable base.
0: Oh, that helps. At least I'm not drinking meat.
4: I'm sorry. Oh, and I used beef, too. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> he kind of gets cross, and he's like, he's like, what is isn't with humanoids always comparing people to animals?
4: I'm so sorry.
0: I'm not a cow. I'm fine. I
5: know fine. you're not. You're minotaur. I've eaten beef before.
4: Okay. I don't mean any offense. Anyway.
5: Doran's glaring at Poppy right now. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I've never seen the world before, Doran.
0: Dave kind of wraps up the story for Uli. He says, anyway, he came out here alone. We've been looking for him. Can't reach him by any means. Messages, sendings, echo bells, whisper quills, seances. We've tried everything. But we haven't given up, clearly. But it's likely he's not on this plane. But the clouds are a good place to start. This is more of a boat than a plane.
3: Get <laughs> out. Get out. You guys
0: run into a small object <laughs> in the sky okay. that sounds like... Oh
3: <laughs> 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 uh, Well, I mean, we're kind of looking for someone, too. Well, we know where to find them, and we don't know them, but we're looking f- for them.
5: So this was for Steed, right? It's a friend of Steed's, yes. Would right. Steed be willing to... Recant some of the details here, too.
1: Uh, I'm sure he'd be more than willing to bray them out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, get to that part about the... uh... I love this part. See.
4: None of us can speak donkey.
1: Oh, yes. I have a telepathic link with Steed.
5: (laughs) Do you want to... Just just for everyone else, can you...
1: Paraphrase. Oh, uh, uh, a paraphrase. paraphrase. I can't tell it as good as Steed, but um, uh, he has a friend named Maisie who is being held uh, on the island of Smallcastle, much like Mabel on the Isle of Baxi. She is perhaps being forced to take from the island against her will. You see... Dave and Uli are both, like, open-mouthed
0: with, like, spoonfuls of soup halfway to their faces. They put it back down.
1: Dave goes, How is Maisie? Um, captured, as far as I know. I know, I suppose, I suppose. Do you know of this Maisie? We do. Um, yeah, we know her. From the mainland, then? Yes.
0: Uh, she's actually a, uh, a children's native, if you've ever been out that way.
6: Oh,
4: I'm from Tildry.
0: Oh no, no kidding.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh Uli's uh well, she's not from Tildry, it's kind of a suburb. Well, it's actually like days away, but in that area.
4: Okay, so you've been there, you've have you been to the School of Magic?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have. I kinda I kinda blew up the School of Magic. Oh Yeah.
4: Oh, I I've heard about this. Yeah. It's kind of a legend.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm a little afraid to go back, but yeah.
4: I understand.
0: Yeah. They don't like me so much there. Or in Lamplight.
4: I've never been there. Oh,
0: yeah. Anyway. Um
4: so you know Maisie from Tildry.
0: Yeah, but this is tough, see, like we came out here for Tibio and we can't divert. We can't oh, change
5: course. Don't worry about don't worry about Maisie. We'll we've had a pretty good record so far. I can tell that you'll need to be on your way soon um for your search for Tibio. Yeah. We'll have Maisie under control, but we should be able to find a way to stay in contact. <laughs> why? Why is that funny? Mm,
0: yeah, you'll have Maisie under control. Okay.
4: Oh, should we be more worried about this than we currently oh, are?
0: Not worried. No. Uh, yeah. Maisie's kind of eccentric. Is a great word for that.
5: I know eccentric people. Yes, yeah. they're not. Not, not all the way crazy, but
4: yeah. Just mildly crazy? Yeah, a little bit. Not concerning. She's great, though.
0: You guys, she's great.
5: So from someone who blew up a school of magic, you're saying Maisie is crazy. She scares me, yeah. Okay, well.
4: Now I'm worried. <laughs> um, question. Steed,
5: what did you get us into?
4: Does Tibio know Maisie?
5: Yeah, we all do.
4: Is there a chance that might be linked?
0: I don't think so. I mean, yeah, we all know her, but we're not all that close. We see her every couple of years, maybe. But no, Tibio's—he's on something else, and it's give me a perception check, Aaron. Ah, this would be with advantage. It's first sight
2: with your real eyes. Mmm, sixteen.
0: Okay. You see Uli and Dave just lock eyes for just a quick second, but Uli says, "What?" Tibio's doing is really big. Really big. And he's got to stay on that path. So I, I appreciate you all taking care of Maisie. And Aaron, you can tell that even with that, Uli is severely downplaying how important this is. Like,
2: the Tibio thing? Yes. Mm. Will she trust us when we get to Small Castle, you think?
0: Or. No, yeah, she'll trust you pretty much implicitly. She's good like that, she likes people. Maisie, trusting you doesn't mean that no harm will come to you around Maisie.
3: Good to know. Is she that dangerous?
0: She does not think through every step of her plans. She gets very excited about the early parts.
3: Okay. Hmm.
2: Well, um, maybe we can give you guys some food, and you can give us a little bit more bismite before we part ways.
0: I think
5: that's... A great arrangement we'll uh, we'll bring over a few more buckets after this I do want to um, if you're willing to share you know we and we can reciprocate that with our own information. there's a lot going on in the skylands um, there's a broader conflict that I think we've stumbled upon and gotten ourselves in the middle of. can you tell us anything about what Tibio's trying to do? Well, I think Uli understands it a little better than I do.
0: It has to do with, like, the existence of life and death? That sounds big. Yeah. So the thing that got Emery, it's been a thorn in our side for a long time. It's kind of THE thorn in our side. We thought we had kind of done away with the hard part of our lives back in Vindorn a long time ago. But we didn't. There is something else going on at the same time that we ignored. There's a thing out there. We don't have a great name for it, but it's got a lot of eyeballs, and it turns into a lot of things, and it makes it almost impossible to track it down. The one tell it has is blue eyes. That's the one thing it can't change about itself.
3: We've seen that. We've encountered it a few times. Where? He, out How long ago? He, out here in the clouds. Uh,
4: I recall seeing him on Lore. I don't know if we ever saw him on Baxter. Where's Lore?
0: How
5: far is that from
4: here? Lore's uh, gone. At the bottom of the clouds.
5: Do you, Are you familiar with the, the great beasts? Yeah. We don't know for sure, but based on what was seen, we suspect that whatever that thing was... Journey saw it first.
3: I saw it as an old man. Uh, It felt old and powerful and almost close to godhood, just so incredibly powerful and beyond the scope of my experience. And it was able to change shape at will. And it seemed almost disconnected from this plane. Aaron and I saw it um,
4: basically drain all the bismite from Lore Just by breathing
5: We also suspect that it Possessed or overtook Kree um, The beast protecting
1: lore
4: It might be working with the blight
1: More likely the blight is Doing its bidding You're correct
0: on
3: all accounts And
0: The fact that it got a great beast by now Is real bad
3: God, what do you mean?
0: It, it's a collector. It grows in power with everything it takes. Every person it's taken, it can turn into. It knows everything that they know. It can do everything that they could do. And it just keeps going. We had a chance to deal with this 15 years ago, and we slept on it.
3: Rude. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Is it,
4: does it have, does it share any qualities with changelings? No offense, um, Aaron, sorry.
0: Changelings? like shapeshifters. Yeah. I I mean, it changes shape, but I thought changelings could change like a whole bunch of stuff. Like like their whole appearance and everything. So I wouldn't think so. Also, changelings aren't they kind of like like treasure chests and just like little monsters and stuff?
4: Uh I think that's a mimic. Oh yeah, mimic.
0: So what's a changeling? Like a little like like fairy thing that turns into other stuff?
2: Yes. Yep. Oh. Um oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, if you that's right. Yeah.
4: So what is this thing?
0: We know it's not from this plane for certain. I don't know if it's fay or celestial or a demon.
3: It felt it felt celestial and fiendish oh, when I encountered it. I wouldn't put the limiters on it that way.
5: It killed this Emery person. It was also part of your crew. He's the only
0: one that took it seriously. He had beef with this guy forever. The whole impetus behind him even finding us was this thing. He fought it once and it took an eye from him and then it tortured his existence by looking like him. And it would destroy entire villages with his visage. He had a rough go for a long time and just decided enough was enough and he came for it and he did not win.
4: It Takes eyes?
0: Yeah. It takes your eyes and then it can turn into you.
4: Oh.
1: And it fought like Emery, too. This Emery was a fearsome combatant. He's fine. (laughs) 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 Yes! He's just always kind of around, you know?
0: (laughs) We'll cherish his memory, certainly, but he didn't deserve this.
5: I have a feeling that our paths may cross again. Whatever creature this is seems to be a major part of our struggle as well. We'll have to keep in touch then. But we don't really know of
0: any good way to keep in communication with other people. Do you?
4: Oh, we have,
6: pl- oh, we <laughs> we have, have plenty, plenty of
4: Eccleboats.
0: <laughs> <of laughs> Dorn's <laughs> just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Step on a few. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: you give them an echo bell. They promise to attend to it at least once a week. Okay.
3: <laughs> They're putting it in a room by itself. Or yeah. every other week. They'll yeah. call you when you need to. <laughs> okay. Or every other week. They are not a new <laughs> babka. <laughs>
4: Sorry. One quick question. Why don't you need all this bismite?
0: Oh. Yeah, Uli just flies the ship by herself.
4: How? And can you teach me?
0: Uli looks down and kind of folds her arms over her chest and goes, It's all right, kid. Can't teach you. Got to be born with it.
4: Oh, okay. Actually, I-
0: that's not true. I've learned about everything. Yeah, I could probably teach you, but I don't know if I have time.
4: Okay, well, maybe you can just drop me some hints sure. over the echo bell sometime. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, step one, absorb so much power that you explode and destroy an entire tower.
4: Maybe uh, I don't want to. Do step
0: that. two, uh, you should be writing this down, Poppy. Banish an otherworldly deity back to its plane. Step three, mm-hmm. marry a hunk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, um, I don't know about that, but.
0: <laughs> Dave just kind of looks at the ground and goes, Oh shucks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, just be an entire badass. G- got it. I, yeah, that seems doable for me
1: be a whole badass.
0: <laughs> and I think we'll end it right there.
2: <laughs> Just be a whole
0: badass. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. I am Tim, your GM.
2: I'm Aaron.
1: I'm
3: <laughs> I'm Hannah playing Aaron. The
0: transformation
1: is complete. <laughs> I'm
3: Tara and I am Journey.
1: Uh, I'm Thomas and I am Guy. I'm
5: John and I play Doran.
4: I'm Maggie and I play Poppy Kenmore.
5: Share the show with people you love
0: and we'll see you next time. <laughs>